0: Thank you Sarah, good morning everybody, I hope you're having a great morning. As we get into the message this morning I'd like to ask you a question, have you ever got to know somebody that you begin to recognise their voice over and above everything else? Uh, As a child I often remember being in a room far away from where my mum was in the house and when she would call I would hear I might be listening to a record or watching TV or there might be some distractions and she might be way way another part of the house and yet when she called or spoke I recognized something of the tone the pitch the intonation and it kind of came through everything so I know oh my mum's calling or she wants me uh, I've known Sarah now since 1983 and over those years, the same thing has, has grown to happen where Sarah can be upstairs and she might call down and the washing machine might be going or I'm in the, on the telephone call or distracted by something and I can hear a calling. Also, uh, we've discovered this great thing that Sarah has a kind of whistle, which is um, it's not a loud whistle. But um, it's a whistle that has a a kind of pitch to it that even if I'm in Tesco Extra and she is right, right back at the other part of this store, she can whistle and I'll know where she is. It's really, really useful because she's quite softly spoken. Uh, It can get my attention straight away and we found that really brilliant. But I want to talk today about something similar in the sense of hearing and learning to recognise the voice of God in whatever situation you're in. But he wants to speak to you. He wants you to know that he loves you. He wants to communicate to you and he wants you to recognise his voice. There's a wonderful passage in John chapter 10 which speaks about Jesus being the good shepherd and how we're his sheep. But a big part of him being our shepherd is us recognising and listening and following his voice. So let's read it together. John chapter 10. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his sheep by name and he leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and my sheep follow me. Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not of this pen. I must bring them also. They listen to my voice, and they shall be one flock, just as there is one shepherd. Being able to hear the voice of God is a marvellous and amazing thing. Because generally speaking, when God wants to do something on earth, He actually does it through speaking. It is the creative power of His voice that causes Him to work. Um, Let me give you an example. Before the world existed and before light existed, the Father said, uh, God said, Let there be light. And there was light. Amazing that as God spoke, It not just was information or communicating his intent, there was creative energy and power in his spoken word, and light was formed. It says that the earth was formless and in chaos, and God spoke and brought order into the chaos so that the world could have life and be prosperous and fruitful. He said, Let the land be separated from the sea, and it was. Let the rivers and the seas teem with living things, and it did. Let the land be full of animals, and they were. Let vegetation spring forth, and let man be planted on there and put in there. And he blessed them. And God brought order into the world and into creation so it could be fruitful and an inhabitation for human beings that we may prosper in life. And so all of this came about by God said, God said, God said. And so his word and his voice is more than information, but it's a creative force for good in the world and in our own lives. And so what a wonderful thing to think that even in chaos, supposing there's an area of life that's in chaos, out of control, one can't get a handle on it. The voice of God, when we hear his voice, it can bring order into that. It can even bring life where there's death and barrenness. Jesus' friend Lazarus was in the grave for three days and he went up to the grave and he said, Lazarus come out and just by the power of his voice, Lazarus came out of the grave and was alive again. How amazing to think that there could be barren areas or dead areas or unfruitful areas or desert areas in our life and we can hear God speak into those areas and everything that is barren can be turned to life and be fruitful again. And God can do that for you, and He wants to do it for you, and He wants to do it for me. In even in areas where we feel confused and in the dark, it says, "Your word is a light to my path." And as we hear His voice, it brings clarity, vision, understanding, and a way forward as we go forward in life. It even has the power to sustain and preserve us. Listen to what the Bible says concerning Jesus and His Word, the Son is the radiance of God's glory, the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by the power of his word. What an amazing thing that God's word sustains everything in life and holds it together. And his voice and his word in your experience, in my experience, can hold us together and preserve us and sustain us. So hearing the voice of God for ourselves Is a magnificent and wonderful thing and a precious gift so as we get to know and hear God's voice we can grow in knowing him and having more of his activity in our life in fact i would say that nearly every major thing God has done in my life and Sarah's life and in the life of the church has first come through us hearing God's voice God's word and then acting upon it and then amazing things taking place. So here are some keys to hearing the voice of God. Number one believe you can hear God's voice. In Romans chapter 12 it says this let he who prophesy prophesy according to his faith. Now prophecy is the ability to hear the voice of God through ourselves for others. But whether it is uh, hearing God's voice for somebody else or hearing God's voice for yourself the principle remains the same that let it be done according to our faith if we're going to hear God's voice we have to believe and accept that there is a God and he's personal and he wants to speak to me and he wants to speak to you in fact when God made mankind in the beginning it says he made us in his image and God is a relational God he's personal. And he said, let us make God in our image. The Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, the three persons that make the one God, said to each other, let's make man in our image. So he made him in his image, male and female, he created them. And that means that there is something of the, of the characteristics of God in us. So we're personal and God is personal. But we hear and we communicate because we're personal, because we're relational, we communicate to each other. But more than that, we were made to hear and communicate and have a relationship with God. And we see in Genesis that God walked in the cool of the day to speak to Adam and Eve and they communicated with him because he made them for this and you are created to hear the voice of God. And you cannot escape it if you read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation that God speaks to people and he wants to speak to you. And that's what that passage of scripture we just read in John chapter 10 is all about. It says, my sheep know my voice. And it is through knowing the voice of God through Jesus that we follow him and come into the pasture or the blessing or the purpose that he has for us. So the first thing is this, believe that God wants to speak to you. Believe that God can speak to you and believe that you're not disqualified from hearing the voice of God. Even when Adam and Eve messed up and they sinned and they rebelled against God, we see that God again in the cool of the day went to speak to Adam and Eve and said, where are you? And he was reaching out with his voice, calling out to them to bring them back to himself to bring them back into his purpose. I love that passage of scripture where Paul is going from, sorry, Saul is going down the Damascus Road to persecute the Christians in the New Testament. And it says he was breathing out murderous threats towards the church. And he had a revelation, an encounter with Jesus, who had been risen from the dead. And what did Jesus do to this rebellious, murderous man? He said, Paul. Why are you persecuting me? In other words Jesus spoke to him and he said who are you lord i am jesus of nazareth who you are persecuting and then jesus went on to communicate and speak to paul personally about the calling and the purpose that he'd had for his life and his life was transformed through hearing the voice of god through jesus and he became jesus servant and it was made a tremendous impact all over the world and much of the New Testament writings are due to Paul that was due to that encounter he had when God spoke to him on the Damascus Road so nobody is beyond the reach of hearing the voice of God and that includes you but we do need to learn to recognize his voice now Sarah spoke last week about Samuel who was a little boy in the temple of God in the Old Testament and one night he went down to sleep next to the ark where God's presence which represents God's presence in the temple and he heard this voice Samuel and he got up and went to his master Eli and said what do you want from me master and Eli said oh it wasn't me speaking go back and then he heard the voice again three times and three times Eli sent him back but Eli realized that God was calling Samuel so he said to him Samuel this time when you hear the voice say your servant is listening Speak, Lord. And the lesson we learn from that is that Samuel, who turned out to be an amazing and accurate prophet in hearing the voice of God in the land of Israel, had to learn to recognise when God was speaking. And one of the keys is that God speaks in a number of different ways and at various times. But the key for us is not so much that God is speaking, but how we learned to recognise when he does speak. So I'd like to speak to you for a few moments about a foundational way for Christians to hear the voice of God and that is to learn to hear the voice of God deep within our hearts, deep within our innermost being, deep within us, that the Bible calls our spirit. The Bible tells us that there is body, soul and spirit. Well the body is the flesh and blood and the soul is the mind with which you think and the emotions with which you feel and the will with which you choose. But you and I also have been created by God with a spirit. And our spirit is the part that has was intended to have a relationship with God and know God and hear God and commune with God and be at one with God. And it is in this place that God wants to speak to us. It's like a spiritual ear. We have physical ears, but our spiritual Our spirit is like our spiritual ear. Some people call it our innermost being. Sometimes the Bible calls it your inner man or your spirit. But deep within us, we have a spirit. It's a little bit like intuition, but it's there that God speaks. And it's there that we are united with God when Jesus comes into our lives. We've often heard the phrase or said the phrase, I invited Jesus into my heart. Well what does that mean? Well to receive Christ into our life is to receive Christ to become one with our spirit. Romans chapter 8 15 and 16 puts it this way. You received God's spirit when he adopted you as his own children. Now we call him Abba Father for his spirit joins with our spirit to witness that we are God's children. Do you notice here that It says that there is a Spirit and there is the Spirit of God. And the two are united when we have given our life to Christ and been adopted as one of God's children. And it's from that place that we cry, Abba, Father. Now, the original language for Abba is Daddy. And so it's speaking of a very intimate, personal relationship that we have with God our Father. And it also says that the Holy Spirit witnesses to our spirit that we are sons or children of God. Now, that means that the Holy Spirit is communicating, speaking, where? Not to our minds, uh, not to our emotions, but to our spirit, that we belong to God, that we are his children. And he speaks to us in spiritual languages, and it's called witnessing to us, assuring us, making us known deep within us that we belong to God because we have given our lives to Christ. And it's as we learn to listen, here in our spirit, in our innermost being, as we learn to recognise the responses of the Holy Spirit that are united to our spirit, we begin to learn to hear the voice of God there. I don't know about you but sometimes when I've gone to the cinema uh, I've watched a really great movie or reading a book or being in a, spiritual, or in a conversation or what have you and I've come away and uh, I've had a lingering sense within me, it's not like an emotion, it's more like a, a mood, not like a moody mood, I'm in a mood, but a, a presence, a mood that you feel that you've been affected uh, or influenced by the film. It's almost like the, the film has got to you a little bit and often you find yourself reflecting upon it uh, in the hours or the days afterwards as that sense of the mood of the film begins to linger. Well it's a little bit like that when God is speaking to our spirit. We could be reading a portion of the Bible and as we have finished reading it we understand the words and the words spoken to us in their own special and wonderful way but often we can be left with a sense of God's presence or a lingering sense deep within us and that is God communicating his presence and the essence of what he wants to say to us through this portion of scripture. Sometimes it happens when we're worshipping and we're singing songs to Jesus and worshipping in church and there's a moment when we begin to sense the presence of God and something wonderful in our spirit. As we're singing that song, it might be this love, it might be his peace, it might be his assurance, it might be just a deep awareness of his presence, but we begin to, it, deep within us, begin to sense something wonderful. And even after the song has gone and the silence fills the room, the lingering presence of what God is to us and is seeking to communicate to us remains. It might be after a spiritual conversation with a friend and it very very often happens in prayer where we're beginning to pray and after we spend some time in prayer when we come to the end of it there is a lingering presence and sense of God in our spirit the Bible says deep calls to deep and it's the deep things of the Holy Spirit speaking to the deep things of our spirit within us his will and his purpose and his love and his desire and communicating to us. So I want to encourage you in these moments when you're in prayer or reading the Bible or worship or a spiritual conversation to take note of this lingering sense within your spirit, especially when you've been in a, in a worshipful or spiritual atmosphere and put a language around it. Try to put words to interpret what you're feeling. Try to put a language to what the Holy Spirit is communicating to you in those moments. And you can begin to then understand humanly, in essence, what the Holy Spirit is trying to communicate to you spiritually. And then having done that, test it, whether it's of God or not, by checking it out with the Bible or referencing it with the Bible because the Bible is God's word to us and it's God's handbook and guidance so God isn't going to communicate anything to us by the spirit that contradicts or isn't supported by the Bible so test it out by the Bible and if there's a great significance that you feel you ought to do something or it has great significance for your own life or for other people's lives or before you act on it check it out with somebody like Tim said this morning in the kid spot test what God is saying to you by talking to somebody who is for you, somebody who loves you and somebody who understands the voice of God and know how it's applied so that there are some checks and balances as we're seeking to interpret it and work out the voice of God. So just in case our own thoughts or our own emotions get in the way, there's others that can help you test it and apply what God is saying to your life. There are other ways in which God speaks, but hearing the voice of God in our spirit is foundational to be a child of God. It brings us into a deeper relationship with him from hearing his voice and growing in him personally. It moves us from intimacy with Jesus and into fellowship with the Holy Spirit. And this is what John chapter 10, the Good Shepherd passage is all about. It says, I am the Good Shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me, they listen to my voice. So just as you get to know somebody through listening to their voice, you and I can grow in our relationship with Jesus through learning to hear his voice. Listen to the voice of God in your own innermost being. Practice capturing what he is saying, that lingering sense of his spirit. Practice putting a language around it, trusting that God wants to speak to you and can speak to you. Pray about what you say or what you sense and what you now understand as you're beginning to put words around what what you think he's saying to you and be encouraged and if it has great significance for yourself or others do check it out with others and always check it out with the scriptures. So God bless you as you grow In learning to hear the voice of God let's pray together father I thank you that you are a wonderful father and you love to speak to us your children and you do I thank you that you speak to us more often than we recognize and so I pray that through the power of the Holy Spirit you'll open our understanding and help us to recognize your voice deep in our spirit deep within our souls And also teach us all the other ways you speak to us as well. We thank you for your voice to us in your word. We thank you that you have spoken through your word. And we thank you that you lead us and guide us and speak to us through your spirit as well. So Lord, we pray your blessing upon every person listening to this message. We pray, Lord, that you'll help us to grow in knowing you through recognising your voice. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, thank you very much for listening today and being with us. Back to Sarah. God bless.